Anyathation eases in Somalia, Ivory Coast, and Mozambique. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial, and you can find me at Ritha Dong. Your main story is brought to you by INM Bank PLC, INM Bank Rwanda. We are on your side. Civil society actors in Uganda have called out the government on what they consider over-leveraging of Uganda's oil to acquire debt. Uganda's debt-to-GDP ratio rocketed past the 50% threshold in a new memo. The government of Uganda is proposing a halt on any borrowing, suspension of salary increments and a freeze on vehicle payments for this financial year as a way to deal with the increasing debt pile. Ellison Karahanga, chairman of the Oil and Gas Committee, East African Law Society, joins us for this episode. Ugandans must obviously be concerned about their governance. Ugandans must obviously and rightly be concerned about the debt the country has. Of course, our debt to GDP ratio is still the lowest in the region, I believe. Um, one of the most responsibly managed on the continent at the moment. Um, and of course, the solution is always is always going to have to be growth. Um, if, if you're going to borrow, you're going to have to grow. Uh, if you don't grow, uh, your economy starts shrinking, your debt burden becomes more. You need to get more income into economic opportunity and growth. So oil and gas, of course, play a substantial role in increasing Uganda's GDP, increasing, of course, the resources available, and um, may even increase the debt. There's no question about it. But, and, and that's something we all need to look at and make sure that... Uh, the oil finance are handled responsibly. Uganda has passed the Public Finance Management Act and the PMFA, the PFMA uh, law governs the way the oil resource is going to be used. We have a resource that's in the ground. As we extract that resource, we'll be depleting it. As we deplete it, we need to leave something for those who will come after us. So the idea of the law is that we must put money in infrastructure that people after us can find. We must increase access to energy. We must increase access to opportunity. So we must use the, the oil responsibly. There's a petroleum fund that's supposed to be established. The money from the petroleum is supposed to go directly to development of these things. Uh, I think debt also using uh, pledging petroleum resources may not is not necessarily allowed, although you know. We have to borrow to fund some of the oil activities that UNOC has to undertake and we have to pledge UNOC's shares in, the, in some of these projects, which is fair enough. But overall, I think that we are going to have to look at um, this oil as an opportunity, but definitely we are going to have to be very careful, very frugal and very pragmatic. But we must not take out uh, a mentality that seeks to limit the ability of our country to grow. The most important thing that I think we've seen over the last um, two, two years, when we have seen both COVID on the one hand and then the shock in commodity prices on the other, is that what we need is space for, for economic growth. We need to see more growth in this economy. We need to see more people having more resources in their pockets and they're able to pay more taxes. And the only way they can do that is if there is growth. Growth is important. We had, if you look at um, the value of growth, uh, it, is, it is, I think, for me, the most important thing. How can we get this economy growing big, in a big way, in a substantial manner? That, I think, is the real solution to debt. It is not so much how much you're borrowing. You need to borrow responsibly. But I believe it is more important to how fast are you growing and is your growth able to withstand anything in the debt. 
So can we see our debt to GDP ratio going down by our GDP going up? Can growth be the most important factor in this equation? I think it's something which we need to look at. A quick review of the Australia's making it into the podcast. The annual inflation rate in Ivory Coast eased for the fourth month to 4.8% in January of 2023 from 5.1% in the prior month. It's the lowest reading since last May as prices slowed down for food and non-alcoholic beverages, mostly due to cheaper vegetables. Prices also increased at a softer pace for housing and utilities, furnishings and household equipment and education. On a monthly basis, consumer prices were flat after increasing by 0.5% in the previous month. Mauritius trade deficit widened to $19.2 billion in December of 2022 from $15.9 billion in the same month of the previous year. This is the largest monthly trade shortfall since December of 2012 as imports jumped 22% year-on-year to $29.1 billion, mainly on higher purchases of mineral fuels, lubricants and related materials. At the same time, exports rose to 24.5% to $9.9 billion, mostly on account of shipments of food and live animals and miscellaneous goods and manufactured articles. The annual inflation rate in Somalia is for the sixth straight month to 5.6% in January of 2023, down from 6.1% in December and a 16 and a half year high of 7.7% in July. This is the softest reading since November of 2021, mainly due to a slowdown in prices of food and non-alcoholic beverages. On the other hand, prices jumped up for tobacco and narcotics, of which cigarettes, as the Somali government tries to control substance abuse of tobacco and sedatives. On a monthly basis, consumer prices went down 0.5%, the same pace as in the previous month. The annual inflation rate in Mozambique is for the fifth straight month to 9.78% in January of 2023 from 10.91% in the previous month. It's the lowest reading since last May, mainly due to slowdown in prices of transport, restaurant and hotels and furnishings and household equipment. However, prices climbed further for some CPI items such as food and non-alcoholic beverages, housing and utilities, education and miscellaneous goods and services, among others, on a monthly basis. Consumer prices were up by 0.98% after increasing by 1.35 in the previous month. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. If you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit our website. That is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial. And you can find me at Rufadon. Mm-hmm.